my god. Is this oblong? It's oolong. Yeah. It's oblong tea. It's parallelogram tea. We're having tea time again, you guys. Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. On today's Lady Bits, we're still talking about She-Devil from 1989, starring Roseanne Barr and Meryl Streep. Um, Today, we are going to be talking a little bit about the book that the film is based on, and we're going to see if this movie passes the Bechdel test. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones, and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. It's, okay. It's um, just how the business okay, world is. Okay, I have is. to sidetrack for just a moment. Okay, um, I'm not going to say when this happened, and I want to say it was totally accidental. I went to a job interview, and I was wearing a, a shirt, a button-down shirt, mm-hmm. um, which I knew had the tendency to, like, one of the buttons had a tendency to, like, just pop out. Yeah. Um, mm. And I didn't do this on purpose. It was just the shirt looked good on me. It made me feel confident. I thought I could keep it together and i went to this job interview and 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 i feel like the interview went really well um you could good conversation i left i looked i happened to look down not one button was open but from here to almost above my belly button totally open oh my god who was your interviewer a guy or girl it was a man how could Ah. you not feel Ah. that i don't know i was so busy crushing the interview it's chilly in here that's weird (laughs) and i i was like sweating as mortified but like it's not like you can go back in there and be like i was not trying to manipulate you with my raw sexuality i just was wearing a shirt that was Oh my god! I wonder questionable if, it's, if it's so open, I wonder why he didn't take the chance to be like, "Um, you want to?" I think <laughs> that I think that you probably gotta... probably felt like he couldn't comment on it in in a workplace environment. Maybe I feel I like know. you can be like, "Ma'am, can you please button your shirt?" <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, come on. And at that moment, I would have cried and ran out of the room. Oh, <laughs> that's what no. have happened. Oh my god. Um, I have a, a similar story that I'll tell can really I, quickly. Can I, can yeah. I tell you? Oh, please. Um, I did get the job, though. Nice. So, of course you did. The moral of the story Which is, job? Just leave your shirt wide you. open. Tell you. I'll tell you off mic. Okay. I'll tell you off mic. Oh, man. Um, it was mortifying <laughs> and 100% yeah. accidental on my part. I have to hand it the, to them to for looking past mm. my... Poor, my ill-advised fashion choices was it bare yeah. skin like no like camisole i mean it, i was not i was wearing a bra i mean but i know i don't wear it was a, yeah, it was a bra it, was, it wasn't like something. a camisole yeah no it was just a bra <laughs> okay it was just oh my god my bra on display <laughs> <laughs> he was like that was an interesting fashion choice um i liked well, it well i imagine what, ahead of her when time I, I definitely went into the room with a fully buttoned shirt so at some point oh you know I, when i talk i gesticulate with my hands I'm right imagine just just unfolding shirt. Shirt. Just like amazed by your skill and it how just, effortless it was it just i think what happened is while i was talking the shirt slowly had buttoned it's itself. like imagine oh my god i want to write a sketch about this somebody's just sitting there and slowly their clothes just start disintegrating <laughs> she's practiced this oh my god it was totally accidental i want to make that clear but uh, yeah hey it was accidental 
but you got the job. Oh my God, I did get the job. I hope it was for my skills. <laughs> I really hope it was for my the skills on the paper. We'll I never would know. Love to see that like a tape of that, just like watching your shirt unbutton as you. Did talked. you never like How notice could him? I not have noticed that? Because I'm sure that he must, and I'm sure that he must have registered some like. Yeah, yeah did he never like fear. look down at you? Like, uh, I probably was just like so busy talking about myself because you're like i am nailing that i am fucking nail he's so quiet i'm just gonna keep talking (laughs) oh my god it's like i have his full attention or something and the reason why he was so quiet is because all he could think was boobs Boobs. <laughs> oh my god this is so funny why have i never heard this story before nicole i told oh i god. i did tell it i thought i told it backstage once when we were doing proof and aliens because i remember telling robbie and he was like yeah, accidental, sure. And I was like, no, really. No, I it didn't, was I didn't hear, hear, hear this, I swear. Oh my God. So uh, let's talk about the Bechtel test. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when it first passed, but I can definitely point to a scene. I definitely passed. Okay, definitely so let's passed. go through oh, the criteria. Sure, definitely passed. Let's go through the criteria. Okay, so are there is there more than one female character in this film? Yes. yes. Definitely. There's many. Uh, do they have names? Yes. Uh, do they talk to each other? Yes. yes. Do they talk about something other than a man? Yes. Um, can we think of an instance where this occurs? Um, when the Mrs. Trump Trumper is talking to the women about bedpans and peeing and well, stuff. yes, there's yeah, that all the talk of pee. I would say the biggest for me is the scene where they with Hooper and um, Ruth, yeah. where they eat the pastries. They talk mm-hmm. about the money and whether yeah. you know Hooper has any dreams. I think that's and a pretty each big one. time that yeah. there's an interview for the yeah. the. Mm-hmm. It, from Mary's agency. character. Yeah. yeah. Or where she's talking to the publicist about yeah. the book. Mm-hmm. So the, it actually passes even, a lot. Honestly, even when Mary is talking on camera in the very beginning with our introduction to her and the lifestyles of the rich and the famous, she's not talking about a man. She's talking about her work and her book that she wrote. But she's not to talking another woman. to any. Wh- wh- oh, it was a female right, interviewer. In the interviewer. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It passes it like does, for it, most of the. It does yeah. not pass Jasmine's black test. No, it doesn't. No. Um, but honestly, the only black characters were the judge and the, and the inmate and the, the hot cook, the, the cook guy, cook. the hot cook, the super hot cook. But it, cook. there was there was a, now her name was Judge Brown, which yes. is not a very creative name. Yeah. Uh, but uh, she there was a black uh, actress playing the judge who mm-hmm. had a lot of lines. She did, but she never spoke to another black person. That's true. She never spoke to another black person. She was most definitely speaking about a white guy. Yes. There was an... Does not pass the black test. Asian... Wo- wo- yes, yes, there was. Yeah. There was. So... There were some blonde people. There were some blonde people. <laughs> Lots of blondes. Brunettes. Um, Gar- Garcia. Mm-hmm. 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 Sorry. <laughs> Let's start naming <laughs> minorities. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Passes... Uh, she devil passes the Bechtel test, which is shocking and it's not though because there's a. L- yeah. she devil. I mean, it, you know, it's definitely yeah. like a story of. I mean, Bob is like a side character. Oh, for sure. Well, I, I mean, I still just like I think I was watching it and like I wasn't really thinking of the Bechtel test because it did pass really early on and like normally I realize halfway through I'm like, oh, this isn't passed yet. Um. But I think it's just like it's such an absurd movie and it was such a weird premise. I think it would have been really easy to not. <laughs> Sorry, I just found Sorry. a gummy bear in my hair. Yeah. Yeah. That was beautiful. It was a great <laughs> moment. For a second, I thought you were going to try to listen to the gummy bear. And I was like, Nicole, is it talking to you? Mm, like, we need to have me. a conversation. <laughs> so there was something I wanted to bring up. Uh, so this is a movie 
that is based on a book. Mm-hmm. And I did look up a little plot synopsis on the book. Okay. So the book is called The Life and Loves of a She-Devil. Loves? Life and okay. Loves of a She-Devil. It's written by Faye Weldon, a, 19, a 1983 novel by a British feminist author, Faye Weldon. I think this movie thought it was a feminist movie, but oh, I, I don't... Oh, I definitely think it thought it was. I don't think it actually was. No. Um, I don't know about the book. I mean, you know, a lot of there are a lot of things in a novel that don't translate well on screen. Um, so the plot. It's all pretty much... A lot of it is very similar. A couple of noticeable notable differences that I wanted to mention is that uh, in the book, Ruth, Ruth is abnormally... She's described as abnormally tall and ugly. Okay, well... Uh, her husband's name is Bobbo, B-O-B-B-O. Okay. <laughs> I've heard of a Jono, but never a Bobbo. Um, I feel like I'd have to call him Bobo. Bobo. <laughs> so there's, a, I'm not going to go through this whole thing. A lot of it is the same. Her dropping off the kids at Mary Fisher's happens in the book. So okay. that's straight out of the book. Um, she in the book she actually becomes a nanny for the children of the judge who are, who preside over Bo- Bobo's trial. Oh, weird! And that's how she gets that she gets them him in jail. So she doesn't have a, an employment agency. She just she does start her own employment agency called uh, for uh, employment agency for female secretaries called uh, call under the alias of Vista Rose. And hmm. she does send the secretary to Bobo's office. So that happens in the book as well. Okay. Um. So in the book. Uh, we were bothered by her treatment of Olivia in the film, but in the book, Ruth makes it appear as though Bobo and the secretary were going to take the stolen money and leave the country. So she actually implicates the secretary as well. Oh, in the what? Wow. Um, Ruth actually becomes in possession of the money herself and becomes rich. Oh my God. So oh. this last paragraph is the one that I wanted to, to describe to you. So in the book, uh, Ruth uses her money that she gets from this uh, embezzlement to change her lifestyle and appearance, undergoing a series of surgeries to completely restructure her body to be identical to Mary Fisher. Mary continues to love Bobo and wastes away developing can- cancer and ultimately dying. And her mansion is subsequently purchased by Ruth. Ruth lives a wi- life of wealth, extravagance, and control claiming she will sexually dominate Bobo once she secures his release from prison, causing him the misery that he once caused her. So that's the book. Holy fuck. Right. Why would someone write that? Uh, hmm. You know, people write all kinds of things. Uh, I have to <laughs> wonder why, what about this book makes it feminist? Yeah. That's what I'm kind of curious damn. about too. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> terrible. It doesn't sound like feminism to me. It no, sounds it's like the opposite. It sounds like oppression times 10. Like I'm going to remake myself to look like this woman and like, sell out other women. I in mean, the if it's satirical and, and makes uh, everyone's obsession with being the perfect this or that, if it's but pointing it listed out as a satire. N- well, uh, no, the um, genre? it doesn't say. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you'd have to read the book to tell that out. Now, if the book was was you was being used to point out how these things are absurd and the, whole, the very idea of trying to please a man who uh, cares only about himself and and appearance is absurd and wealth is if, if any if all of that was being pointed out as being just an absurd structure that doesn't create true happiness, then I could see why this book would be considered feminist. But the yeah. idea of a woman uh, so cutting depressing. down other women. 
uh, you know, like um, betraying other women, making themselves over to look like this woman. Even if it mm-hmm. is satirical, all. even if all of that is satirical, it's depressing. I don't want to read yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real bummer, especially the whole like, oh, she dies of cancer. And then Ruth buys her house. It's yeah. like, yeah, Ooh. that's, it's way Fuck. darker. It's way, yeah, way darker. It's way darker. Like we thought the kids would, I don't, and it doesn't say anything about what happens to the kids. She leaves them at, at They just and, get murdered and buried under the Rose Garden. Because, yeah, that makes sense. You know, that sounds about right. They're unimportant characters in this. Uh, Nicolette gets impregnated by Garcia. <laughs> Gross. So that's God, the who, book. She woman. doesn't even have boobs yet. You can't even be like boobs. It's more just like infants. <laughs> Like oh, and it's just gross. It's just no. gross. Oh, Sorry God. to bum everyone out. Jesus she's a child. Christ. She to sum up. <laughs> sum up she's a child. A man that, in his that was thir- super 30s rapey. was grabbed the ass of a thirteen. He was dry humping a thirteen year old in front of her grandmother and brother who was getting drunk. Well, like it was just a dysfunctional also, situation this right there. Did not do anything else. She there was another there one was other one thing. Ro- Rocky five. She was in Rocky five. Yeah. That but other young than girl, that, yes, the, the 13 year old girl, she only did two things. That's a bummer. She didn't even get the joy of being coming Jodie Foster after Taxi Driver. So at least Jodie Foster went on to do awesome shit. She is yeah. now a child drama teacher, I believe. Okay. All right. Well, and maybe teaches children to, like, you know, hey, if the director says that guy's going to grab your ass, you can say no. Yeah. Yeah. You can say no. Well, that wraps it up for today's Lady Bits. Be sure to follow our special guest this month, Michelle Pokopec, on Instagram. That's at Pokopec, P-O-K-O-P-A-C, for lots of fun pics about what she's up to. Um, She works a lot in Atlanta. She's a great actress, um, and she's got some really fun pictures on her Instagram. So please follow her on Instagram. See what she's up to. Um, Go out and see a play that she's in. You will not be disappointed. Critical Crop Top is excited to announce that we have just begun this week on our Summer of Sketch crowdfunding campaign. Um, We are trying to raise $3,000 to put on um, three awesome sketch shows for this summer um, with a total of five performances. Um, We're calling it the Summer of Sketch. We need your help. Um, Please visit our project page through C4 Atlanta. All donations are tax deductible and you get some really fun um, perks uh, depending on uh, what donation tier you pick. We have donation tiers going all the way down from $10, just $10, uh, all the way up to $250. So please go check it out. The easiest way for you to do that um, is to either, if you're following us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, which if you're not, you should be, uh, so please do that. Um, we, we post about it all the time, all day long. We're going to be doing it for the next uh, 30 days so uh, you can find a link to our directly to our project page uh, where you can watch the funny video we made about the crowdfunding campaign as well as donate um, if you uh, want to go through our website you can look us up on criticalcroptop.com uh, click the donate tab on our website and uh, that will take you to a page that has information about our fiscal sponsorship with Seafort Atlanta where you can uh, select donate to this project it'll take you right to that project page so um thank you for listening to the podcast this week thank you for your support um if you um have an opportunity to check out our crowdfunding campaign and donate thank you for doing that um it it really matters to small arts groups like like us uh to uh, have the support of the community 
uh, to help us make the content that we want to make for you and to make you laugh. So uh, have a great week, guys. We will see you back next week um, or hear you, I guess, or you'll you'll hear us since this is a podcast. It is not a visual medium, uh, but we'll we'll meet back here right by the lockers uh, next week uh, where we'll still be talking about uh, She-Devil with Michelle Pokopec. Um, so until then, you can f- subscribe to this podcast, Feminine Mistake Podcast, on iTunes, on Stitcher, or on SoundCloud. Um, and um, if you have a nervous breakdown that you'd like us to read on the show, um, so if that's a ca- bad casting breakdown that you'd like to hear us uh, reenact for you on the show, um, send that or any other correspondence to Feminine Mistake Podcast at gmail.com. Woo!